Hello, 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 hello. You are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. And if you are listening on the most excellent date of Thursday, January 25th, 2024, you have tuned in to a live broadcast of Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. That is correct. This is live. If your date on your calendar says the 25th of January, 2024, welcome to a live broadcast. Not only does that mean that it's a live broadcast and you and I are sharing the same time and space, but it means that you are cordially invited to text this show. Please, more than cordially invited, you are, you are cordially asked with desperation <laughs> to please text this show. Whatever you want to text, I will read it over the radio airwaves. That is our covenant with you. Nothing is too stupid for this radio show. <laughs> please text us whatever you want. This is an adult theme show, so we like to uh, talk about sex and drugs in a frank, upfront way, as well as basketball. And if you have young children or you yourself don't like those types of discussions, we're on for two hours. We're on until 11 p.m. tonight. So put those kids to bed. Have some adult time. Have a drink. Spark up a bowl. Do whatever it is you need to do to relax at the end of the day. Or if you're still out there working, I know we have quite a few delivery drivers, taxi cab drivers, door dashers, Uber eaters, radio cabbers. Shout out to the drivers of Portland, Oregon. Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. Give us a shout. Tell us what you are doing, okay? The number to do so is 971 220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. Not only that, I am at the Slingshot Lounge, by the way. Um, it, I, it's been a while since I was here. I think, um, I think that the last time I was, I was a few weeks ago, I was supposed to, I said even that on, on our Instagram page, I said that I was going to be here. And then I, I, I pulled back at the last minute. I was like, you know what? I can't do it. <laughs> so I did it from my closet. I did the show live, but I, I wasn't at the Slingshot Lounge. Though it, it warms my heart to hear that there were people at the Slingshot Lounge. I felt a little bad about it, especially because it was the Pizza Johnnies, who I know don't live right in town. Um, but uh, it warmed my heart to hear that then I think uh, DoorDash Dylan and Jules came down. So there was like a little gathering even though I wasn't here. Now I am here. And see, th this is what I thought was going to happen that time was that, because I, I didn't really think it was that big a deal. I wasn't feeling that hot. And I was just like, you know what? It was like one of those cold ass rainy nights. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do the show from my closet. I'll probably be sitting at the Slingshot Lounge by myself anyways. And then it turned out that there were people that were showing up to hang out. And 
I felt bad, but usually like on a, on a night when I don't do a lot of like preparation or, or publicize it, usually I, it's, I'm here by myself for much of the show unless I like coerce some patrons of the bar to come sit with me and be on the radio, which happens from time to time. Anyways, uh, I got a text. I got several texts. So let me read them. Uh, one that says the date on my calendar says Thursday, January 25th, 2024. Um, so uh, that that is you and I are together, um, uh, and oh, I think I just see uh, Woodchip Dave showing up. So there we go, um, Pizza Johnny and hi Dave. Hello. Uh, Pizza Johnny texts in and says we can hear you. We're going to have a hard time going the distance tonight because we woke up super early this morning. But we're in it until we can't anymore. Okay, that's what I like to hear. Just that dedication. <laughs> Pizza Johnny is so he's so polite. He's like he'll apologize too if he misses a show. He'll text and be like, "Sorry, we missed the show for whatever reason." Um, tell me. I feel like now I want to know why were you up so early this morning? Super early. That suggests to me. I don't know what super early is to Pizza Johnny, but. Um, to me, that suggests, like, at least before 6 a.m. What got you up so early? What? How has everyone been? It's been a while. So, yeah, I was out of town last week. Didn't do a, show, a live show at all. It was a rerun. I missed much of the ice storm. How was your ice storm experience? I know that Portland basically just froze up for a while, and, and sadly, a lot of trees fell down. Um uh, we can talk to Dave, the wood guy, about that. I'm sure that affected his life quite a bit. Um, but uh, but text me, tell you, tell me how you survived. Do you have any ice storm stories? Nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. That's nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. You can text us whatever you want. But I most of all, right now in the beginning of the show, I want to hear how people are doing. What are you doing? What it's now that it's not there's the ice is finally thawed out. Are you are you out and about? Are you what, what just what what's occupying your time right now? I'm sitting in the on the back porch of the slingshot lounge. I feel like it's been a month since I've been here. It's been a while. Um but there's a few other patrons out in the back porch. It's not really that cold. I thought it was gonna be cold tonight, but it's not really that cold. And uh inside the bar is uh is just a nice cozy rock and roll scene and uh, and then Dave the wood guy came over and I haven't seen him in a while so we'll be catching up with him after the break um, but let me just you know I guess if if I, I, I could just do the break and and catch up with him but I just want to make sure that uh, people are oh wait the text the text just all of a sudden came pouring in let me read them uh, it says hey are you live right now begging people to text you ha ha Hi, it's Celtics fan. Hope you're having a good night and have a great show. Hi, Celtics fan. Um, yes, it is, I am live. If it's January 25th, 2024, this is a live show. Um, and I'm always begging people to text me. I beg you. beg. I beg everyone. Text the show. Otherwise, it's hard for me to talk for two hours without, you know, without a few, some, some input. Um, anyway, Celtics fan, we do like to talk about basketball. The, the Celtics are doing great as usual. You guys, you're just, it's kind of unfair how the Celtics are always great. 
Blazers, not so good this year, but, um, you know, if anyone wants to talk NBA basketball, I'm down with it. Um, okay, uh, Primo texted in and said, you ever done the acid molly combo? Oh, yes, I have. Not only that, but I know, I happen to know that the hipsters call that candy flipping. And, uh, I did it. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed to say I did it at a fish show. But, uh, you know, that was when it came up. I, I, it wasn't necessarily on my, I wasn't planning on doing it that night, but, um, I, I, uh, I think I took the Molly first and then someone told me they had really good LSD. And, uh, so I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to try the candy flip. And it was, it was pretty intense. You know, it was like, it was fun. Uh, I think I had trouble going to sleep. <laughs> that night but you know fish shows are very psychedelic experiences even if you're not on drugs so uh you know and i a lot of people were on drugs along with myself but yeah that that i think that's the only time i've done it maybe maybe at burning man i did i might have forgotten about that <laughs> um okay uh Good question though have you ever done the acid molly combo what do you think of candy flipping primo um okay uh um Yo, Arthur, tuning in from my couch. Uh, uh, okay, cool. Uh, I'm not, I feel like I'm, tr I should recognize who that is, but I, I don't write, a, I don't necessarily recognize your number unless you tell me who you are, just so you know, which is good and bad. I don't know if you want to be anonymous. Um, but thanks for tuning in from the couch. Just, just sit back, relax on your couch. I spent some time on my couch today. Uh, this is a good place to listen to the radio, you know? Um, okay, we got a text. Oh, this is, says, I don't do sex or drugs anymore ever since I got sober, but I sure like basketball. Uh, I just got done with night school. Word up to all the old folks going back for education. He not signed Heavy D. Well, welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball, Heavy D. I would say you're in the minority of people who, who listen to this show. I feel like the most popular subject is Sex and drugs are kind of like go neck and neck, and then basketball is in a in a distant third. But um, but I like basketball a lot. And uh, if you want to talk about basketball, I mean, the most exciting thing that happened in the NBA this week was that the Bucks, which is Damian Lillard's new team, they fired their coach, which that was kind of dramatic because they were in second place. So you'd think they their the coach was doing a pretty good job, but it it. I agreed with it. It was they fired Adrian Griffin, then they hired Doc Rivers. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on Dame and the and the Bucks this season because they they kind of have to win a championship, otherwise it's unfair. But that's the pressure that's on them. Uh, okay. Uh, um, somebody texted and said I'm partaking in a non-alcoholic Moscow Mule. <laughs> um, interesting. And then the picture is like of a polar seltzer ginger lime mule dave you should try this this looks like a drink for you non-alcoholic people ginger lime mule looks kind of tasty um okay well so yeah and and we have lots of people by the way who are sober and listen to the show but um but you know we like to talk about um it, you know experiences it's it's sort of like you know like you can talk about like i always think that going to an aa meeting would be really interesting regardless of whether you're sober or not because the stories that revolve around the abuse and, and use of alcohol and drugs are so, you know, uh, 
Interesting. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, someone texted testing, testing, and then said it's January 25th, 2004. 2000, excuse me, 2024. New fan here. Kyle, Kai alive. Mega, 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 mega Genesis. Mega Genesis. Okay. I like Mega Genesis. If you're giving me the choice between the two names, it's like, it says like Kai alive, then forward slash mega genesis i like mega genesis that's quite a good name uh uh so i'm gonna call you that uh welcome uh mega genesis to the show what are you up to what are you doing thanks for listening um and uh oh the primo said lol i also did it at burning man um yeah i think that i did actually but the the reason i did it in the opposite direction then because at the fish show, I did the Molly first and then the LSD. But at Burning Man, I did the LSD first and then the Molly. And it wasn't like a lot of Molly. I was just like the p- other people I was with were taking Molly, and I was kind of just doing it to, to like sort of participate. But um, uh, I didn't feel it as much. Like the LSD I was t- I had taken was like really good and strong, so uh, I didn't I didn't feel the need necessarily to add anything to that um but yeah i think it's in general is a pretty good combination as long as i mean you really i i preach this a lot on this show especially with lsd and molly you really want to know where you're getting it from like it's just not the kind of drug that you just want to like do at a rave from a stranger like that those days are kind of just over now uh, um which is not such a bad thing to be honest because if I think about like the times when I have done drugs from strangers, it's never really been like an amazing experience. Like, like it's, it's more like, you know, you you know, the, the, you know, the person and you trust the source and it was kind of a plan. Anyway, the drugs tend to be better that way anyways. Uh, okay. Um, uh, pizza Johnny says woke up around three 30 AM and couldn't get back to sleep. So got out of bed around four. Wow. Four AM. Okay. That is super early. Went ahead and just made coffee and stayed up for the day. I did get the first model of my teeth from the dentist photos forthcoming. I keep forgetting this, this like teeth project that's been going on with the dentist has, has been quite it's been going on for a while, I, and I feel for you because I, I, it doesn't sound that enjoyable at all. But Pizza Johnny's been getting his teeth worked on, some sort of surgery kind of situation. But uh, I never have noticed your teeth looking in, in any way strange or unusual. So, I, But it always surprises me. It must be under the surface. Um, anyways, uh, looking forward to those photos. Um, so you just did that thing where you woke up at 3.30... And then you just were like, I might as well just start the day. I never like doing that. That's always just like a, a hardcore way to start the day. I'm, I'm much more of a fan. I'll try to go back to bed unless, you know, I, I don't know. I had to, I, I, I started my week the other week. I had to catch right before the ice storm. I, I had to get out of town for work and I was, and I knew that ice storm was coming in and I, if I didn't catch my flight out, I was supposed to be on like an evening flight that night, but I knew that that was going to get canceled because of the the ice. So then I just couldn't sleep that whole night, and I ended up catching a six a.m. flight. I don't think I slept more than like like forty five minutes at a time. I just kept waking up, and then I got on the plane and fell asleep. Uh, but I did get out of town, and then and then 
when I got out of town, I kept checking obsessively all the flights to see if my flight was canceled. And I felt really vindicated when it was canceled. Felt good. Um, okay. We're going to take a break now. Uh, I want to catch up with, with Chip Dave, um, and uh, I'll play a little music. And keep the text coming. Thank you to everyone who's been texting the show. Uh, it's really, especially the new people, please keep it keep it coming. Like, tell me what are you up to. Um, uh, oh, wow. We keep getting more texts. Let me just read them. Uh, some the, the texts are coming in uh, in a strange order. Um, Chiba Hut here. I'm trying to clean the stereo receiver I got for my high school graduation. We're the same age, so needless to say, it's pretty vintage electric, electronic stuff. Yeah, I hear you. I have this old stereo that uh, needs cleaning, too, if you want to come over and clean it. Um, uh, okay, good to hear from you, Chiba Hutta. It's been a while. Um, uh, then a question, what do you think about polyamorous relationships? New fans not asking for a friend. Um, uh, wow, well, that's a, that's a very, like, deep and long question. Um, I'm always interested in hearing about polyamorous relationships. I'm, I'm 54 years old, so... Uh, and so it, it's always, it, their polyamorous relationships were not as, as common or popular when I was like at the age when that would, would have been something that, you know, like in my twenties, basically. Um, I think they're awesome. I, I think, uh, I think it, I think when you're young, it's, it's probably a more honest way to go about things depending on your, you know, certain, certain, your proclivity. Some people are very monogamous and they're just, it doesn't make sense for them, but, um, you know, I I I want to I like hearing about them. I also think they're very difficult to, um, you know, sustain in the long term. To me, I think I like the idea of you know polyamory if it's casual. But then when you're serious, maybe then you lock it down for a while. Um, you know, once you have kids and stuff, I don't know. I think it's that's probably harder to pull off. But but tell me more. I don't have a lot of experience with it. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Um, uh, this is. Uh, hey Arthur, listening to you live, sitting next to you. That's with Chip Dave. Hey, uh, um, uh, oh my God, Pizza Johnny just sent his teeth models. Whoa! I'm gonna study these during the break, and then we'll we'll get we'll we'll uh, we'll get to some more text. Okay, um, great to hear from everybody. Thank you for texting. If you want to join the conversation, nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. Put this in your phone. Okay, we're gonna take a break. But put this number in your phone so you can it just if something you feel inspired, um, you just know that you can you can text it right in nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. One more time nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. Send me anything. Send me a picture of your weed, uh, your teeth, your <laughs> not not no not soliciting wiener pictures as of yet. Um, but uh yeah whatever you want to send uh send me your your um your drug experiences we've been talking about candy flipping is anyone uh taking acid and molly at the same time or some other similar combination or has anybody um uh did anyone do any drugs during the ice storm or anybody hook up like ice storm key party kind of situation uh also someone asked about polyamory so uh we've opened that can of worms once again uh, so yeah, uh, if you want to chime in, especially if you're in a polyamorous relationship, always interested to hear about it. What's the setup? How's it going? Um, uh, I'll ask you questions if you're open to that. 
Um, okay, so uh, I was looking at who's we like to play during the break uh, bands that are playing in town this week, and I was I noticed there's a lot of um, cover bands in town, which is uh, you know it's always fun. I, there's a Crosby, Stills, and Nash cover band that's playing at the uh, I believe at the Alberta Rose uh, Theater, and um, I love Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and and um, I'm sure that this is a good cover cover band of it. Um, I wanted to find, I guess I should look up their, their name because, um, the, yeah, I'm going to look it up because the, the, uh, I also want to make sure it was, I, I had the right, um, the right venue. Um, well, maybe I can't find it. I'll have to, I know I saw them. The Crosby, Stills, and Nash cover band, and they're playing in town. Well, I'll have to. I'll play the song, and then I'll tell you about the band. How about that? Um, but this is Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, um, and they're playing. This band is playing. I think two nights in Portland, maybe one night tonight and one night tomorrow night. I'm not sure. Um, anyways, this is uh, Carry On by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. One morning I woke up and I knew it all. A new day, a new way, and new eyes to see it all.
Support Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cascade Record Pressing. As the Northwest's only vinyl record manufacturing facility, Cascade is committed to serving Portland's independent recording artists and record labels. Cascade Record Pressing. Local manufacturing for local music. For more information, please visit CascadeRecordPressing.com. Okay, hello, check, 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 one, two, three, one, two, three. We are back. This is Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If you're listening on Thursday, January 25th, 2024, you've tuned in to a live broadcast of this radio show. The only radio show that is broadcast from the back porch of the Slingshot Lounge. That's right. That's where I am. I'm sitting here with Woodchip Dave. Uh, we've been talking about all the trees that have been falling down around Portland this week. And uh, and so this is actually, you know, Woodchip Dave has lots to talk about, but uh, this is actually a very pertinent week. So I want to find out from uh, somewhere on the front lines of the urban lumber situation, what is going on with all these trees? So let's, uh, let's talk to Dave. Um, let me just read your text before we do, though. Uh, someone saying, uh, oh, this is the polyamorous relationship, uh, question said, 
you sound 35 and would be welcome to join our polyamorous relationship. <laughs> All jokes. Uh, well, that's nice that I sound 35. I don't think I look 35, but I feel 35 sometimes. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I know you're joking about the polyamorous relationship. I mean, you know, I, I'm always interested in hearing how it's going. I hear there's a lot of polyamory in Portland. Um, I just, I think it, I think that in, in your, when we were in our twenties, I feel like I sort of like unknowingly was in poly or not unknowingly, but like sort of don't ask, don't tell was in polyamorous relationships when I was in my twenties where it was kind of like, Oh yeah, we're just, we're kind of sleeping together sometimes, but I didn't, we, we didn't really discuss whether we were being faithful to each other, that kind of thing. Um, but that's, that's, I feel like polyamory is like where you talk about it and you're like, Oh, Hey, I want to go sleep with, Sarah over there and that I feel like that's a lot harder but I young people I guess today can pull it off um okay uh Skyrim Skyrim uh texted um said Arthur I reconnected with an old friend from high school over the ice storm she lives in another state we haven't seen each other in 11 years but we've known each other for about 20 years it started off casually and then just blossomed Things just took off between us. She's flying to visit me at the end of February. Skyrim. Well, we are all, we've all been eagerly uh, following Skyrim's love life ever since he talked about wanting to hook up with a work client but never, but never really made the move. Uh, and then that person, then you left the job and it, and the, it seemed like the ship sailed. But now you've reconnected with an old friend from high school. So... Um, it sounds like have you have you seen each other in person yet or y- now y- but you sort of when you say it blossomed you mean it blossomed like online blossomed um okay or uh well that's cool now she's going to visit you in real life I will I definitely want to hear about that February's right around the corner um okay uh key, that's that was a good ice storm story yeah if anyone wants to tell us what they've been up to or what they're doing um uh Oh, someone said, uh, it said, will you say hi to Adoze and Sarah in the car right now? Want to surprise them? Oh, sorry. Hi, Adoze and Sarah. But then it says, never mind. We are at our destination. No longer tuned in. I'm sorry. Uh, I missed that text. Sorry. That would have been funny. Adoze, Adoze, Adazo and Sarah. Hey, <laughs> um, uh, Adazo and Sarah, uh, in the car right now, want to surprise them. Um, well, sorry, I missed the chance to do that. Um, never mind, we are at our destination, no longer tuned in. I feel bad. I feel like I, I missed a chance. I know. <laughs> uh, wait, let me turn on Dave the Wood Guys. Test your mic here. Testing. Oh, yeah, One, there you two, go. Three. Hello, hello, hello. Say hello to Woodchip Dave or Dave the Wood Guy. Guy with two names. Yeah, I got two monikers now. It's pretty, pretty, pretty lit. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Brown Town texting in and said, I have friends who are kitchen table poly, and it seems like so much effing work. What does that mean, kitchen table poly? It means everybody knows everybody, and it's all like, I think you just have to have a very complicated calendar. <laughs> yeah. I, it seems like, I mean, I mean, I, I think it, I think it, the, I was associated with being young because um, 
I think old people like were like, oh, it just sounds like a lot of work. But when you're young, it's like, sure, that's what your that's where your energy's at. And um, so well, I don't really know what explain is Dave right? Is that what its kitchen table Polly is? Um, okay, uh, Ms. Mrs. Chiba Hut texted in, says Chiba Hut just blew out of his stereo receiver a pile of dust approximately as old as I am. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, that dust. I mean, I have some dust on my stereo that is probably a good. It's know. cocaine. <laughs> it's cocaine. <laughs> yeah, you should try snorting it and see what happens. Then you feel like you're 35. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Well, a good good update there. Good update. All right, let's catch up with um with Woodchip Dave. And if anyone wants to ask, uh, so Woodchip Dave, for people who don't know you, you are a urban lumber. Um, per, you, identified like, person. Identified person. So, so your what does that mean? your main occupation. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. So I mill urban trees and lumber. So that means uh, trees and urban environments that come down from disease, uh, storm damage, uh, development. I take the logs from trees that are worthy of that, and I mill it into lumber, and that turns into flooring, furniture, instrument wood, kind of variety of different things depending on. The species, the grade of the wood, and uh, markets, and so on and so forth. I mostly mill dug fir, Oregon white oak, and black walnut. So when, when this ice storm that we just experienced was coming in, were you like, oh, boy, this is going to be a big event for me? I wasn't really sure because it, it really depends how much ice gets on the trees. You know, it started uh-huh. out as a snowstorm, and it, it didn't seem that bad. But then you get the weight of ice on the trees, and... They fall over, and it's <laughs> called a basal failure. And so uh-huh. what that means is that the base of the tree, the ground, will give way. And usually, if you, you'll see a lot of the trees that have toppled over, you'll see where the 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 base of the tree is actually kind of down into the ground a little uh-huh. bit. Um, well, so what what have been some of the calls that you've gotten since the ice storm started? That you just start. I mean, they're calls? just starting to roll. And so for for me, I'm not an arborist or tree service. So uh-huh. uh, those guys are, you know, it's nonstop 24 seven. I, I, I talked to a, um, someone brought in a log truck load of wood for me today. And he, they, he was saying, they talked to some people that had come in from Utah, that they were tree service people that just oh, okay. come to work. So, I mean, right now it's a lot of insurance jobs. There's a lot of houses that had a lot of sustained, a lot of damage this time. So uh-huh. it, it's, kind of a full court press just to manage the trees that have fallen on across the road or on uh, people's and, property and, and stuff like and that. And people call you because they have a big tree and they're like, well, like they don't want the wood to go to waste. So That's correct. Like, well, people call me for two reasons. One, they don't want the good wood to go to waste. Uh, tree removals are also really expensive and people are, are often trying to offset the cost of of tree removals, I mean, usually so I have a disappointing answer, a disappointing answer, which is your tree is worth nothing and I don't want it, or <laughs> it's worth very little. I'll take it. And and a lot of people don't understand that a couple, uh, one tree or a couple of trees is a little bit of wood. But you, you know, like in the industrial forest products industry and in the industry I compete in on price, like you need to have 
a lot of trees that you're cutting down in order to make it profitable with no buildings around where you're just falling full length trees so, and putting them all on trucks and so them so they so. are they thinking that you're going to pay them to take the woods so? i get yeah it's a real it's a real hodgepodge of calls you know i get people all over the place i mean some people are super nice and they w- would just like to see the wood have a good home and usually that tree is garbage and then i'll have uh, you know no offense to the tree but then i have other people that um they think that they're going to get a million dollars from me for something that's worth a few hundred dollars and they don't understand the logistics or the amount of machinery equipment that it takes to get logs out of somebody's yard and to is is your usual um is your usual like deal that you you just take the what like they give it to you for free like and you it just really move, just depends you know so like if i get a if i if someone had like a full log truck load or a half size log truck load that's the main person i work with they can get into urban environments and i let's say four or five trees came down uh-huh. i mean i might that might be worth 500 bucks okay um, that could be you know if i'm paying the arborist who took the trees down and they brought them to me and they bucked everything correctly and it's good wood you know let's say there's two or three thousand board feet on a log truck and I'm paying five hundred, a thousand, fifty cents a board foot. You know, that'd be like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. So, so you would actually really pay. You would actually pay people. Yeah, I will. Okay. I mean, it depends okay. what it is. But a lot of that. So you guys hear that? If your tree fell down, yeah, Dave's offering it. big money it. for it. And Arthur Bradford has all the drugs. <laughs> so if you need drugs, you call Arthur, and I'll um, pay for all the trees. Um, okay, let, I want to ask you some more questions, but let me get to. Let me just. Uh, Skyroom texted in and was explained that. Uh, the, he reconnected with uh, a high school friend over the ice storm and said, we've been texting and messaging via social media. One day things got very serious in our conversations and we both realized we have feelings for each other. We talk every day. We've been flirting daily. Ooh, That sounds really sweet. I actually <laughs> really like that story. It's kind of nice to find somebody that you connect with and you want uh-huh. to uh, rekindle something what so that's what are nice. the what so skyrim what's your game plan when she shows up in february like are you is she coming over valentine's day because that's adding like extra extra pressure to this situation but are are you are you thinking like you're gonna hook up or like are you are you not thinking too hard about it like what's your what's your hope and dreams for your physical side of this relationship if i may be so bold as to ask um okay um and then uh <clears throat> brown town says that uh the kitchen table she's i think this i can't brown town is a couple so i don't know whether it's the he or the she end of the couple uh, it says i think the youngest one is about 45 kitchen table poly is where everyone kind of does stuff all together kitchen table like that's interesting <laughs> okay um i'm more of like a a love seat <laughs> Solo poly person. <laughs> Loves you. Well, okay. I made that up. I don't know what that even means. I don't. It's not anything. <laughs> it's a new. It's a new division. I'm the only one in it. Um. Okay. So. So. Uh, well. Okay. There. There. Yeah. I. I don't mean to suggest that everybody is poly is young. I just. That's kind of my old older person. They used to be you know, old people. Used to be Davenport polyamorous. Uh-huh. Remember that term, Davenport? No. Is it a sofa. So my grandmother used to call the sofa was the Davenport. She's like, stop jumping on the Davenport. Isn't it? No. Isn't it? It has nothing to do with anything, but I just felt compelled um, to tell you that. Okay. You're welcome. Um, all right. Well, all right. Let's get back to your trees. Okay. Um, so 
You show me some pictures of I, I heard I had and I had heard that a lot of the big beautiful trees up on um, <coughs> Mount Tabor fell over, and then you were saying also on, uh, up on uh, Skyline. There's a lot of trees. Like. Yeah, a lot of dug fir this time came down, and a lot of bigger trees um, that had just, that had lived through many storms. You know, I, I think my guess is some of the older trees up on Mount Tabor might be 130 to 150 years old, which uh-huh. most people don't realize is that this entire city was completely cleared of an old growth forest and uh-huh. annihilated. And trees here are not old. There are, there, you know, so that's very rare. Those trees, the oldest ones, the, the, there's a couple of brothers called the Olmsted brothers that came to Portland and they designed the part of the water delivery system, how we get water from Bull Run, and it goes to reservoirs up at Mount Tabor. So Mount Tabor wasn't developed. So it was logged, but uh-huh. then the trees that, that grew back were allowed to continue to grow, and those are those, are those trees. So there's, there but, are some older trees up on Mount Tabor that are really <laughs> big, well, beautiful, we, majestic Doug fir trees. When you say that trees aren't old in Portland, I mean that's that's relative because if for any for almost any city, the, you don't see Portland is is even even with its reduced canopy, it still has it has more big trees than most well, cities. We have big trees, but they're not old trees, and and I think people get very confused because trees grow very quickly here. I've I've uh-huh. gotten four and five foot diameter trees that are you know sixty seventy years old. I just got a six foot diameter redwood tree, and it was uh-huh. seventy years old. So I if see. you looked at it, you would assume that that tree was two hundred years old. And uh-huh. so I, I think also just on the west coast. You know, I, I can speak more to Portland. Portland's a very young city, so we just don't have anything old here. It, it's not it's not an old city. So if you went to the East Coast, if you were in Boston or New York or something, so they, the trees in Boston you think are older? I, I definitely they're smaller because it's uh-huh. hard, harder. They're a lot climb. smaller. In they're Boston. S- smaller, but they, it takes a lot longer for them to get bigger. So like a cherry tree in the forest, like in the East Coast, uh, might be two feet in diameter. You could. You could put your arms around it, and that'd be a hundred-year-old cherry tree. A uh-huh. hundred-year-old cherry tree here would be four or five feet in diameter. Be, we just have very gentle weather, and a lot of I we see. actually get okay. less rain. Like New York City gets more rain than Portland, but we I, just, I don't. I, we just I get don't. More of the, a I don't believe that. I it's find, true. Like, I, like uh, you could show me any. This is an example of why humans are irrational because. You could show me a national weather statistic that says that. Like when you saying that to me doesn't convince me at all. Like I, I've been I've I've been in New York City. You lived I've there. Been in, I lived in New York City. And I lived in Portland. There's no way you could convince me that por- Portland gets less rain than we have than more New York cloudy City. weather and more drizzle. So what we, do you? It's you're more doing that by inches of rain. Like that's yeah. insane. That doesn't make any. I sense I believe to me. Portland gets around 42 inches in New York city gets 48 but they also have thunderstorms in the summer too right we just we have a mediterranean climate so most people don't realize from may until october it really doesn't rain here at all so Uh uh-huh that's that is i guess maybe maybe you could slightly convince me that um it's true i work mostly outside or very adjacent to outside Uh and so i i feel like i'm I definitely feel like I understand the weather. I was a landscaper for a long time, so uh, that also is an all-outside job. So, um, um, All right. Well, speaking of exciting jobs, Chiba Hut is updating us on cleaning his stereo. Uh, he says, Chiba Hut here. Must have been an exciting time for Woodchip Dave. Oh, speaking of wood, have you ever considered a 
sex, drugs, and basketball field trip to see Hump at Revolution Hall. Oh, I, <laughs> I was like, speaking of wood, um, Hump is the film festival. Um, that's a good idea. We should have some connection with Hump. It's the film festival. I've never actually seen it, but it's um, a festival that is Northwest-based, although I guess you could be from anywhere. Um, and people, it's like making sort of amateur porn movies. Um, but they're, apparently they're very clever could and we, could awesome. You, could we do a live podcast while the while <laughs> it's going on? I don't think that would be appreciated. Uh, but I've always wanted to go to Hump, the film festival. And I think they, they do a really good job. Is like the, you make the film. It's very strict about you're not allowed to um, record anything. So the, the films are made like, um, you know, not to be distributed. Out, although some of them, I guess, they put them online. But um, it, but it's like they have categories and it's it, it's short 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 films. It sounds really fun. Um, I actually hadn't thought of that. It's a good idea, Chiba Hut. Um, maybe I, when is hump? Is it coming up? Uh, do you like the word hump or humping? <laughs> do you remember when I was little? Do you remember that seemed to be the that that was the preferred dry, word to describe hump. Sex, sexual activity term. was humping or. Anyway. I think it's a little it it's not a very sexy word but it's sort of funny. There's something funny. It's a fun uh, word. Um okay, uh let me just uh pizza Humping is fun. Pizza too. Johnny said I would love to go to go to hump on a group field trip. <laughs> and then we could all hump together afterwards. Um yeah, that does sound fun. Um I I yeah, I'll look at, I'll I'll uh, I'll look into first I guess I should figure out when it is. Um but I know we've talked about we've been talking about doing a uh, a field trip to the coast, um, which uh, I'm sorry that I've been so slow in sort of getting that thought together. But um, I've been I, you probably noticed I've been out of town a lot. My work has just suddenly taken me far afield in the in the past uh, year or so. So um, that's why I haven't organized anything like that. You need that, to quit your Crystal. job so you can focus <laughs> on your priorities, which is this show. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Skyrim says, uh, this is the, the relationship that is blossoming online. It says, she won't be visiting during Valentine's Day, but afterwards, uh, but t- sorry, but towards the end of February. We haven't been shy about wanting to embrace, cuddle, hug, and kiss. But we are planning on having a serious adult conversation about physical physical intimacy, insecurities, boundaries, etc. We both agreed that it's a conversation best left for in person. Okay, sounds very mature of you. Um, okay, well, um, yeah, I, I I'm just very excited for you. I mean, the thing that is, I just always wonder, like, with these online relationships, and then you finally meet it. I know that you you knew this her from high school, so you, at least you know who she is. It's always like that moment when you see each other in person. It's must there's must be so different. Like suddenly you have to actually look each other in the eyes and like converse in person. Um, uh, that's exciting. I hope you keep us posted. Um, Chiba Hut says it's in early March. Is hump okay? It's coming up right around the corner, but not too far away that we couldn't make such a plan. Um, okay. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll keep, uh, we'll keep, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, I don't know if x-ray does, it is like associated with hump, but that would be a good start if anyone is, is I think the morning shows probably are affiliated with hump. Yeah. Yeah, Well, 
Well, we should fi- we should uh, we should figure it out. I know it's it's associated with the Portland Mercury and used to write for them. I could probably get in touch with them about it. Um, okay, very very good questions. Um, okay, let me uh, let me take one more break uh, <coughs> before uh, before the end of the hour. Um, this is a band that is playing um, in town. Um, Silver triplets of the Rio. Hondo. Oh, by the way, the the um when I was talking about um the Crosby Stills Nash tribute band, it's they were called Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, um which is a um which they they are playing they played they're played tonight at the Alberta Rose and then they're also playing tomorrow. So um so there you go. Um now this is a band called Silver Triplets of the uh Rio Hondo, and they are playing, uh, let's see, where, uh, they're playing at the Star Theater, awesome venue, on, um, on Friday night. They're playing with, um, Leith and the Texas Birds, uh, and, uh, it's like a double bill. But, uh, I know the Silver Triplets, they're, uh, they're a fun Portland band, um, so I thought I would, play uh th- i play a little bit of them this is uh this is their song called the road
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Spielman Bagels and Coffee. Opened by Rick Spielman and his son Raph, Spielman has been serving handmade boiled and baked bagels and coffee since 2011. Their flagship store can be found on Southeast 21st and Division, or find one of their other shops on Northwest 23rd and Lovejoy, Northeast 22nd and Broadway, or in Multnomah Village. Hello, 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 hello. We are back with Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If the date on your calendar is January 25th, 2024, welcome to a live broadcast of the one and only show that is broadcast from the back porch of the Slingshot Lounge in beautiful Portland, Oregon. (laughs) If you want to come say hello, we're just on the back porch here. Uh, the Slingshot Lounge is on uh, Southeast Foster and 55th, and we're here for another hour. So you still have time to come have a beer, state your opinions live on the on the radio if you should want to do that. Um, and uh, Dave, the wood guy, is here. We're talking about trees that have fallen during the ice storm. People have been texting in about polyamory. Um, we've been talking about um, certain drugs, candy flip. We basically hit our titular subjects of sex drugs and basketball but there's always time for more of that um i should also say that uh since it's now 10 p.m pacific time you are listening to x-ray fm at kxry portland at 107.1 and 91.1 fm streaming online everywhere at xray.fm as well as on the coast shout out to the coast nehalem manzanita rockaway wheeler at 91.7 is anybody listening to us? If you're on the coast and you're listening, send us a text just to say, I hear you on the coast. 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. Um, keep the text coming. We've gotten some wonderful texts from many people, and we really do love when people send us a text. There's no text that is too stupid for sex, drugs, and basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I even got a text from Dave, who was sitting next to me. He uh, said I was sitting next to him. <laughs> it was really a great... You got a good chuckle out of that one. Yeah. Nice. If anyone has heard any jokes, I'm, we're always up for uh, a good joke. A good joke. Come on out. Come on over. Send us one. I heard a joke that's sort of mediocre. Um, uh, I'll tell it after I read this text. Um, uh, Dave the Wood Guy mentioned the Doug Furs and Old Growth Forests. I heard a report that that a lot of trees felled this weather incident were already dead or dying due to drought conditions slash climate change from previous years. I wonder if Dave can comment on that. I bet he can. That doesn't <laughs> sound very nice. <laughs> sound hurtful. No, I meant I, 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 I was. No, I'm joking around. I meant you. I I know that you can comment on that. That sounds like something on which you definitely can comment on. I would say the short answer is yes. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say sometimes definitively if it's climate change, but definitely things have been hotter and warmer. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of stress in a lot of trees. So, I mean, it might be more prone to to, to problems. I, sometimes I wonder if it's also just trees getting older and more, more trees at an older age being more prone to having different problems. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of, I don't know, urban environments are also hard on trees, just more likely to have issues. I think sometimes, it, definitely a lot of the trees that I've seen that have fallen over 
people, some of them should have been removed a while ago, and they weren't. You know, there's a big white oak down in uh-huh. Selwood that a lot of people contacted me about early on, and that that tree was a hazard tree for the last 30 or, 30 or 40 years. And it was a cool tree, but I was not surprised looking at it that it, it fell over. It um, is hard, you know, you like, because some of my favorite, like, and my, some of my favorite things in portland are these giant trees and i just love them like especially the big oak trees and the um i mean all the doug firs and everything and if if you had that on your property like a a giant tree and so and someone were to tell you tell me like those trees that tree's getting really old it's a hazard tree i would have a hard time just proactively cutting it down because it's such a big beautiful thing like who I, I feel the same way and i i know even though i mean obviously my work is revolves all around um milling wood and trees being cut down i i actually really love plants and natural sciences and I, i've actually been kind of thinking for a long time how do we actually have more trees uh-huh. in urban environments but i think part of that there's there is a reality that Trees in an urban environment are an amenity, and and we've created very human-centric systems that are for people, and that's it. And so the, the reality is, is, you know, big, tall trees, they, they die and they fall over, and <laughs> that slams into people's houses and across the road. I, I think a couple people died this year from tree failures. Um, uh-huh. And so that is a reality. I, I don't think it should precipitate everybody going and cutting down all the trees around their houses, but... It's it's it is part of urban forestry is removals, planned removals versus emergency removals, right. and and it it's uh it's a sti- it's a real sticky subject, um, uh-huh. and I think that's kind of across the board. You know, I've talked to folks in Australia, Canada, across the U.S., and people in Europe, and it's kind of the same thing. Where I think people get strong emotional attachments to trees and. Um, well, I would say I would just think just to go back to this 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 uh, texter's question about um, trees dead or dying due to climate change. That, I mean, it, it works both ways too because I, I I've, I've talked about we have giant sequoias next to us, and giant sequoias are trees that, to my understanding, do better here in part because of climate change. Like they they've migrated north. And the climate is really great for them. So, like, those are trees that, that whatever the conditions are warm, uh, they, they're actually stronger due to climate change. You know, they're, well, it's a more drought-tolerant tree, right? So it comes uh-huh. from the giant sequoia, uh, the particular tree you're talking about. Those grow in inland California. Uh-huh. And so they're, uh, they're m- more... Uh, uh, acclimated to a drier climate. Okay. Although I think they're at a, maybe at a higher elevation. You know, not growing down like uh, in farmland in Fresno, but they grow up around Yosemite and uh-huh. all those different different places. Well, um, in any case, um, and then the other thing I would say is like, I mean, how old do Doug fir trees get? Are they what's the oldest a Doug fir tree can? Get? I mean, they could live. I mean, there used to be trees here that are probably you know seven, eight hundred years oh, really? old. Okay. Yeah, that would be ma- massive, massive trees. You know, okay. a thousand year old tree. Uh, but you know, again, like for every tree like that, there's a whole bunch of others that didn't make it that fell over or blew over right. in the wind. You know, would go out in the woods and so and, that, so yeah, like so a Doug fir tree, 
like many of the ones on Mount Tabor that blows over, like that is a sort of a natural thing to happen. I mean, it's sad. I, I hate losing these big trees, but it's not, um, I guess it's, I mean, trees fall over and then they, they, they die and then they rot back into the earth and they're, you know, the nurse logs develop and all kinds of different plants grow out, out of those. So, I mean, you know, the, the healthy soil, you know, part of that comes from all of, all of those trees that fell over. Yeah. Um, kind of becoming organic material for new plants to grow. Um, okay. Pizza Johnny texts in and says, I have a giant cottonwood growing next to my bedroom and I don't find it to be majestic, <laughs> beautiful, or any of those things. I want it gone. All cottonwoods are good, good for is landing on your house. <laughs> cottonwoods aren't really the most ideal tree to have near your house. They, a lot of branches uh-huh. can break. They, they're pretty messy. They are a really important riparian tree. They're really important along stream banks and rivers. Great for salmon habitat. Um, they can take riparian. what's called wet, wet feet, which means that they can take flooding, seasonal uh-huh. flooding, and it can just flood around their roots, you know, for half the year and they, they do quite well. But they're, they're messy and they break. Also, the lumber is pretty poor quality. So I don't know, kind of hard. You know, something I, I like them, but, you know, there's, well, there's other things about them that are a little tricky. Yeah. I mean, not every tree is majestic and beautiful. I just uh, certain I just find them to be just I, like people. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's like trees are like people. Um, anyways, uh, this is we've been <laughs> we've been talking a lot about trees and we I love talking about trees. But if you want to talk about sex, drugs or basketball, those subjects are also happily discussed on this show we were earlier talking about polyamory and lsd and molly and um and all those things so uh send us your text 971-220-5979 that's 971-220-5979 we were and then uh skyrim was talking i don't know if anyone has any advice for skyrim but we always love giving skyrim advice um uh he's uh hooking up with uh, an old high school flame uh or i don't know did we don't, you, he's not hooking yeah, up yeah. he's just gonna talk they're gonna talk, talk for a while first yeah. um set boundaries and i didn't you guys weren't you guys weren't in a relationship before so right it sounds to me like you were just friends before um okay well that's always exciting um any, anyone else what it, what are you up to what are your plans um it uh we we haven't you know i just always up always interested to hear from the sex drugs and basketball audience um and uh and i i'm also happy to talk more basketball um with anyone who wants to discuss the portland trailblazers are coming into uh trade deadline situation that there's a there's a point uh sort of i guess about halfway through the season when you when all trades you can't do any more trading between teams and uh that is coming up next month and Everyone is thinking that the Trailblazers are going to make a trade. They have two players who are kind of veterans that don't fit on their younger player timeline that are good. Jeremy Grant being one and, um, and, uh, Malcolm Brogdon being the other. Like Jeremy Grant's putting up serious numbers this season. Uh, and he's hit a couple game winning shots. Um, so. I think a, a contending team would like to get him. It's just depending on what they can offer. Usually those are draft picks and stuff. Um, so that's kind of exciting. The Blazers have been like sort of a fun team to watch this year. They're not really very good, but, um, it's all about the future. You know, that's, that's what's going on with them. But if any, I can comment on any basketball team, any or any situation around the NBA. Um, 
if you uh, if you have questions. I've got comments. <laughs> 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. Um, we have Woodchip Dave here uh, who has been t- talking about the um, urban love merge situation, all the trees that have been falling down around town. Um, you, uh, If you have any questions for him, text away and and dave will will they can be about anything we we (laughs) we don't have to talk about just trees it can be all uh, a whole cornucopia of 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 subjects can be discussed um so uh pizza johnny said you could fit a lot of miss pizza johnny's on this one log it's a picture of a uh, a giant i mean oregon like uh, we i don't know if people who are from oregon realize like it, we are so lucky with the with our environment here i just love the big trees like there's no you know there's no other you know california has big trees but oregon like we're just we have it in a, in a way that a lot of a lot of other places don't i didn't even this is so this picture of Miss Pizza Johnny is standing on a log, and I didn't even notice her on the log until just now. Like, it, it, she's did you did you even see she's on the log? She's like it's like a big giant tree that has fallen over. Is that a Doug fir? That is a Doug fir, yes. And she's standing on it, and she just looks tiny. But it's like that's a common sight in like you know in a forest in Oregon, and that is a huge tree. Like that's an amazingly big tree. Like, what would you say that it's like a 200 300 year old Doug probably Fair? 200 i and so d- just to clarify too like a tree that size in the forest is probably going to be older because uh-huh. it's going to have more competition with other trees so it's going right. to grow more slowly yeah which i think that's when people kind of describe old growth or f- from a wood perspective it's like the quality of the wood is better because the tree grew slower yeah so it's denser it's it's it has it's kind of more tends to be more beautiful there's a bunch of technical aspects to what they call wood and service or how the wood performs and so that's why old growth wood is sought after and why they cut it all down (laughs) and there's not very much of it left well and and if anyone is like i do enjoy looking dave you have a your instagram page is epilogue llc right very exciting sounding Um, yes and just so like that's the end of the story. So what happened to the tree after it died? <laughs> Epilogue is the name of his company. But I always like looking. You always have these like, uh, it's like wood wood porn. <laughs> it's like pictures of the grain of the wood. Like you're pretty into that kind of stuff. That right? is like, the purpose of my business is to sell lumber. So I kind of, <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm pretty laser focused on um, marketing things to people that would want what I have. Yeah. Well, anyways, the, so is it, you can you see that you get to see some of the the wood that Dave's talking about. In any case, um, uh, okay. Well, that was a cool picture you sent there, um, Pizza Johnny. Uh, someone someone uh, texted a question. Said, um, uh, "Wait, is there any chance? Uh, is there any chance of the Blazers' recent protest?" being successful um i don't know what i'm actually not sure what you mean by the blazers recent protest uh what is it what do you mean the blazers recent protest i might have i might not be following that story um being successful uh and then and then that same person texted said i've heard blazers tickets are now cheaper than blazers beers legit you mean if you go to buy a beer at the Moda Center, it's more expensive than the ticket that you 
That's totally. I mean, on the secondary market, like I'm sure if you buy a ticket to a Blazers game, it's more expensive than a beer. Um, but you know, if you if you just want to get in, like you get a you know cheap seat, nosebleed seat, it's not very expensive to see the Blazers. And then you can probably move down to another seat. Um, and you just drink in the parking lot, and then you can yeah. save money that way. But the beers are very expensive at the Moda Center. So, you know, um, I'm, I always drink a beer, though, when I go see the Blazers. It's always Do you get hot fun. dogs? No. I, there's a lot of good food choices. at the, I've only been to one Blazers game this year, but, um, it, you know, there's, like, legit food at, at the Blazers games now. I, I, I like, you know, the other thing is, I it is fun to smoke weed and watch basketball. So then, that, that you don't really need any beer there. Um, they've yet to ha- open a dispensary in the Moda Center, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if that's. I, I'm I'm sure that you could get a ticket cheaper. Like you could get a, a you know a secondary market ticket for like ten bucks to go see a, a Blazers game, and then it, beers are like more like in the twelve to fourteen dollar range, I think there. So. So, yes, that's a true story. Um, good question, though. Good question. I mean, the Blazers are not, like, a laughing stock. Like, there's the De- this team, Detroit Pistons, right now are, like, they set the record um, for uh, longest losing streak of any team in the history of NBA this season. So that's a team where it's, like, you know. Um, oh, we got a text that said, Hi, it's Dave the Wood Guy's friend, Tracy. I'm hanging at the Lalo Bar with some friends. And they are doing karaoke. Oh, uh, Dave, you know that you know Tracy. I do know. I do. Hello. Yes, I'm quite aware. There's some lookalikes over there. I've, I've heard some of some other people that we know. Um, well, Tracy, we're sorry to miss shout out you. to Tracy. Shout out to Tracy. Uh, um, and karaoke is always fun. Thank you for the update on what you're doing. Um, what is your what is your karaoke song, Dave? If you if you like or have to do a song in karaoke. Well, I'm a horrible singer, <laughs> so I usually just uh, I used to I I so I used to be a flight attendant for United, and I would get uh-huh. layovers in in Narita, which is outside Tokyo, and they had a, a karaoke bar that was uh-huh. catered to flight attendants and pilots, and they would pick everybody up at the station in a bus. Uh-huh. And then the bus would go to all the major hotels around uh-huh. at like 2 and 4 in the morning and drop people off. And so I would have them turn off the PA, <laughs> and then I would play harmonica. So that's because that's, that's something people would enjoy, not not me. <laughs> well, uh, I always enjoy when someone gets up and is a terrible singer. Yeah, but I feel but. like I'm not the right... I heard someone sing, uh, Trace and I were at the Triumphal Tortoise, uh-huh. and we heard somebody, uh, sing a suicidal tenant. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. It, I was in tears laughing. It, the guy r- was destroying the song, and it, it was one of the most amazing things I've experienced in the last couple of years. I, uh-huh. I, I literally was hurting. I was laughing so hard. I was crying. Wow. And, and so there is, there is, um, a lot of benefit to terrible karaoke, but I don't, I feel like I'm not bad enough. It just sounds annoying. So I'll just <laughs> well, stick with, I'll stick with harmonica. That. I'll it's do good that. to know that. Um, I like to do the song centerfold by the Jade Giles band because it, it's sort of like a sing along type song. And then I'm not a very good singer either, but, uh, that way you can kind of draw people in. So if I'm forced to do one, um, <laughs> uh, 
And then someone texted said, Woodchip Dave said, how the wood performs. Uh, <laughs> what are, oh, and then what, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are they saying there? What we get yeah, at? The, I, I, I was trying to understand what that means. Well, I was, the there's, there's a term. Well, if, if we're talking about sex, I think that's, that, that's a whole, I don't know if there's a, maybe uh-huh. that's what they're getting at. Um, and that would be the male, uh, genital apparatus, how that performs as wood. <laughs> However, when we're talking about wood from trees, uh-huh. uh, there's a term called wood in service. So uh-huh. what that means is what's the, how does the material work is furniture or as framing in a, in a building uh-huh. and like what are the attributes of it and how, and how does it, how does it do? I guess I don't know. How it uh, performs? Yeah, how it performs. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, so this texter was um, was uh, updating me on. So the Blazers, the Blazers did file a protest. I actually, I guess I did kind of know about this. I didn't realize. Um, they so they lost recently to the Oklahoma City Thunder. It was a very controversial loss um, because they were ahead in the game and. Um, their guard, Malcolm Brogdon, brought the ball across the court. There was only a few seconds left in the game, and he, he clearly called timeout like he stopped, and he called timeout. And for some reason, the ref didn't let him call timeout. Like, they didn't – they just wouldn't – didn't, like, give him the timeout. And then the players surrounded him and were trying to steal the ball. And so he, he got – he wasn't – he, like, tried to leave, like – dribble again which he wasn't allowed to do and they called him um on for like double dribble or something like that and they lost the ball but it was very clear that like he was trying to call a timeout and for some reason they denied him the opportunity to do that so it does seem like a a legitimate they have a legitimate complaint i don't know what the nba can do about it at this point though is the thing because like sure like they can't really it doesn't it's not like like probably the Blazers would have won if they had been allowed to call that timeout, which they should have been. But you can't guarantee that they were going to win. It doesn't mean that they weren't going to call that timeout and then lose the ball. Like the game wasn't over. So, uh, oh, it's Chiba Hut who is who is pointing this out. Sorry, Chiba Hut. Um, uh, so I don't. I think maybe they will get you know some acknowledgement that they should have been allowed to call a timeout, but it, it's not going to change their record or anything. So in terms of actually. You know, it's a it's a it's an interesting situation that Chauncey Billups, the uh, the coach, was ejected from the game because he got so upset about it, and they they should have won. I mean, it would have been a really really impressive win because the Oklahoma City City Thunder are now the number one team in the West. So the Blazers have been like put, having some good games, you know, uh, get challenging some of the top teams, but their their record is in the dumps like they're not going to the playoffs or anything um if you've just tuned in you don't know what you're listening to but this is a show called sex drugs and basketball we broadcast live from the back porch of the slingshot lounge if you might hear there's like a sort of loud boisterous conversation going on across the uh the back porch from us there's like these three guys sort of yelling and smoking cigarettes um but uh i can't tell how much of their conversation is bleeding onto the airwaves but uh i can you tell what they're talking about dave no, I, it sounds like loud mumbling, <laughs> which it's, is pretty suitable. It's kind of like good, good white noise, I guess. Yeah, the okay. conversations people have in bars, you know. 
anyways, that's what the, that's what's going on in the background. If you're wondering, um, they seem to be enjoying their. They seem a- a- animated and having a good yeah, time. Yeah, they're having so an they, animated conversation. Yeah, but they're not angry, and that's good news. <laughs> no one's going to get in a fight over there. Yeah, I don't There's think no they fighting. know each other though. I think it's three strangers having a conversation yeah. in the, in a bar, which is always nice. Um, all right, we're gonna take a uh, we're gonna take another break. We always love to play bands that are playing in town this week, um, and uh, there is a um, there's a band called um, Slow Thrust that is playing uh, this week. Um, I can't remember where they're playing. Let me lo- let me let me look it up. So um, I think they're playing at. Uh, um, they're playing at Polaris Hall. Yeah, Polaris Hall in Portland on, uh, oh no, that's, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow night, Polaris Hall, slow thrust. Um, so, uh, this is them. This is what they sound like. Imagine me and you, I do. I think about you day and night. To think about the girl you love and hold her tight, so happy together. If I should call you up, invest a dime, and you say you're the one for me, and ease my mind, imagine how the world could be so very fine, so happy together.
Hi. X-Ray FM is supported by Slingshot Lounge. Located in southeast Portland on the corner of 56th and Foster, Slingshot Lounge offers an expansive game room, scratch cocktails, and a craft kitchen with a full menu until 2 a.m. Happy hour available weekdays from 3 to 7, and brunch weekends from noon to 4. Slingshot Lounge, decentralizing Portland since 2007. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If the date on your calendar is January the 24th, 2020. Wait, did I have that right? It's the 26th. What's the date today? 25th. 25th. <laughs> it has, it's not midnight yet. I, got, I, got, I, went, I went both sides of it. Um, East Coast time. I don't even know. I just, it's the 25th. Okay, let me start that over. Hello, welcome back to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If the date on your calendar is January 25th, 2024, then you have tuned in to a live broadcast of Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. And we are very happy to hear from you. If you would like to text us, don't hesitate to do so. 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. Um, Texas, any jokes that you know? We haven't we haven't gotten any good jokes in a while, and we're always looking for those. Here's a joke that I heard. You ready, Dave? I'm ready. I'm listening with all ears. So this this Scotsman walks in to uh, the doctor's office, and he's wearing a kilt with no underwear at all. And he says, "I, I wish I could do a Scottish accent, but he's like, doctor, I think I'm nuts." Oh, no, sorry. He says, doctor, I think I'm going crazy. <laughs> and, the, and the doctor says, well, I don't know about that, but I can clearly see your nuts. Okay. I don't, I, <laughs> He's wearing a kilt with yeah, no underwear. No underwear. Well, that's why, don't they say, why don't kilts have zippers? Why? So, so it doesn't scare the sheep. <laughs> That was worse. I I kind of blew the delivery on that joke, but yeah, sorry. It, I mean, I was trying to. So, I, I'm sorry so it wasn't it's more a, let me start again. It's a Scotsman walks into a doctor's office wearing a kilt with nothing under it, and he says, "Doctor, I think I'm going crazy." And the doctor says, "Well, I don't know about that, but I can clearly see your nuts." <laughs> there you go. That's the joke. That's not a bad one. It's good. Um, sorry, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm no, it's my delivery. It's all, it all my fault. It's all my fault. Did you do your best? Were you trying? <laughs> um, okay. Trying, that's, that's text us at 971-220-5979. Anything you want to text us, we will, we will entertain it. I will read it over the airwaves. Text something stupid. Text something, text something stupid. How stupid can we get this? No, it, it can be. The, the, it is true that there's no, no text is too stupid for this show. But you can text us something smart. Tell us what you're doing on this evening. Uh, tell us, tell us what you. Uh, if you know of any um, live shows coming up that uh, you want us to talk about, we always are interested in uh, in live music that's upcoming this week. And um, we've also been spending quite a bit of time talking about all of the trees that have fallen down. Uh, does anyone have any ice storm stories? Did, did uh, how was your how do how did you experience your ice storm? I I. Saw a lot of videos of people like sliding around on the ice, um, but I didn't see much. I didn't see much myself, you know. Like I didn't see those, the those like people falling on their rear ends and all that stuff that apparently was happening. But 
How was your ice storm? Tell me. Tell me. Text me. I want to know. 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. If you're interested in keeping up with this show in any other way via social media, I would I would direct you to our Instagram page, which is Sex, Drugs, Basketball, all one word. Please give us a follow. We... Um, We've been we've been like sort of wallowing in about like 430 followers somewhere like that, and so I've, I'm uh, one of these days we'll we'll be up above 500. That and that would be you know that would make us really feel like we've we've reached a certain milestone on this show. Um, if you think you could help us do that, text. <laughs> go ahead and give us a follow, and also text us. I'm following, and it's. It's what? been it's good. I follow it. How I, many followers are on our? I'm do we have on our on our page? I check all the time. I'm I sure remember when it was around 4:20 and we were getting excited that well, it was going to be 4. I've got good news for you. Uh huh. Sex, drugs, and basketball on Instagram is now at 439 followers. 439. Yeah. It's pretty let's good, Rich. You only have 171 posts. You've got to do some more posts, my let's, friend. Let's see if we can get up to 440 before the end of the show. <laughs> who can give us – who can put us over 440? I will be checking. Well, I don't – well, here's the thing. I don't flood your your timeline with lots of posts. So if you, if you, if you like a just occasional poster, that's me. But I also I, – I try to put quality stuff on there, and I do keep – try to update you on whether we're doing the show live from the slingshot lounge or if we're going to have any special guests um anything like that um sometimes we talk about we sort of announce the topics of the show things like that so um it's a you know it's a good way to keep up with the show um, a really nice picture of a dog with a, a deer leg in it oh yeah to that was today's post so what Definitely, if you haven't been on there before, uh-huh. you're gonna love the look. And uh, <laughs> let's get it to yeah. 440. That was actually that picture is was my friend Bill. Um, he took that picture. Um, so, like that was his dog. Uh, came, like showed up at his back door with a, uh, a a deer leg in its mouth, and his dog is like sort of a poodle like tame looking dog so it was kind like of a, a terrier or poodle yeah yeah i just thought that was quite a funny picture i should have asked him if i could use it actually I, too bad he can't like get all four deer legs and then tape them to his dog's legs <laughs> and then the dog would have deer legs yeah so it'd be a dog deer um know, as a concept i saw speaking of amazing things that you see on the internet i saw a video of a large bird of prey like a hawk or something flying with a deer in its talons like i don't know like i i i wondered whether it was some sort of ai generated image but i'm pretty sure it was real would you say that tonight what are you talking about like you saw that on instagram like in your i saw it on my like instagram feed yeah Yeah. i saw that same thing well maybe it was a recent thing i think so you and i probably have similar i mean i think like eagles eagles could pick up a, a small deer and fly away with it but that's pretty unusual yeah i mean they I, I just thought it was quite a sight. I mean, imagine did if you... Did you feel inspired? Well, it made me think of how people... I Sometimes I think people are irrationally afraid that their dogs are going to get picked up by a giant bird. But that, like, if it can pick up a deer, it can pick up your dog, no problem. Yeah, I mean, owls eat people's cats. I mean, that's a pretty common... We've common actually... Thing. I don't know if you were around, but owls. We, Short-eared owls, maybe not so much. A sawwood owl, pygmy owls, they're small... 
great horned owls. A great gray owl could, but they're more in the forest. So I, as far as owls to watch out for, great horned owls. The, you know, a, a few weeks ago, I was doing this show with Jules, and this guy walked over to us, and he claimed that he was walking on Mount Tabor, and an owl flew down and grabbed a hat off of his head. Huh. And, Possible. Uh, and then we had a long conversation about whether owls attack people. Um, it was high, pretty unusual. I don't think. Well, there was apparent. Then people brought to the, our attention there was a famous murder case where the the guy who went who went he went to prison, and then it was posited that perhaps he, he didn't actually push his wife down the stairs; that it was an owl that attacked her and caused her to fall down the stairs, and he went to prison for seventeen years. Wow. Uh, and and, and that when, owl's when it, a jerk. When it should have been the owl that went to prison. Yeah, the owl just lived its life. Just <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's a crummy. That's a that's a terrible <laughs> life story. It's <laughs> um, really no good. <laughs> well, it was. It's an interesting. I I it, I wasn't entirely convinced that it was the owl, an owl that had killed her. It still. It seemed like. Maybe there was a possibility Maybe that it was true. Maybe the owl started going nuts, and he's like, "Now's the perfect time." Now's the time. I got an owl. He's like, "My wife just got attacked an by an owl. I'm going to push her down the stairs." You, know what you call that an owl buy? <laughs> Good one. That's a joke right on the spot. <laughs> Good That's one. Free, no Good charge. Um, well, then we we but I feel like it was it it is a thing. Apparently, is that owls do they will they they'll like sometimes. Uh, will ruffle up people's hair <laughs> with their talents. Really? That's what people are saying. Like maybe like a barn owl or a great horned owl. I don't know. I mean, a lot of owls. I don't. It just kind of depends. They on might. The kind of maybe owl. if you're wearing. Maybe if you walk around with a hat that has that sort of looks like a furry, like you have like a squirrel or a mouse on your top. That I'm always know. wearing a squirrel hat. Yeah. How about you, mouse you hat? You might get attacked you? by an owl. Yeah. Imagine how surprising that would be. Okay, uh, I think that might hurt. Chiba Hut texted in and said, uh, "Oh, in reference to our um, the Instagram page it says quality stuff equals penis shape stomped into the snow." That's true. If you if you go last week, uh, I was up in Canada last week, and um, and we uh, we made this giant penis in the uh, in the snow, and I took a picture of it and I posted it, um, and uh, and. So that you can see it, you can see that if you follow our our uh, our page. Um, Chiba Hut says, "When I lived in Anchorage, oh yeah, Chiba Hut used to live in Alaska. When I lived in Anchorage, I met a woman who hand sewed sequin sa- safety vests for small dogs to protect them from eagles. How do the what are this? How do the sequ- sequins protect them from eagles? Because they like flash and the uh, she oh and then it says." You answered my question as I'm asking it. it. Said she claimed the eagles avoided the reflection of the sequins. <laughs> so, you, so your dog looks like sort of like a, a Saturday Night Fever disco dog. Well, if that would save, if that would save my dog, if I had, for if I had a little dog, I would kind of be worried about. Uh, uh, I mean, imagine how bummed out you would be if you had if you had a dog that was like you know twenty five thirty pounds. And it was like your good friend, and you're just taking it to the park out in Alaska, say, and you're like, oh, it's so beautiful to be out in nature. And this big bird just swoops down and grabs your best friend and and then carries it off, and your dog's like yapping, going, please, Dave, 
Save me. Save me. That's, that happened. <laughs> I so mean, it happens so to people. Like, happens. what a bummer. My yeah. uncle had an owl eat his cat. And he saw it happen? Uh, yeah, they, were, they saw the owl fly down and just grab their cat and fly <laughs> off with it. Sucked. It's well, good. that happened to me. Uh, Denver Dan, I think I might have told this story, but Denver Dan lives in Colorado. He, he sometimes listens to this show, but I don't think he's listening tonight. But uh, I was over at his house, and um, we were looking out, and he lives in Colorado, and we were looking out over his yard on the back porch. Dan wasn't there at the time. It was me and my friend PH, and this giant bird like a hawk came down and like landed in the corner of the yard and then flew away with a big snake like a big giant snake in its talons and we were like wow that was amazing that was nature at its finest and then denver dan came home and he was like oh you've been looking in my yard you know there's this uh i'm really proud there's like this big beautiful snake that lives down in the corner of my yard and we were like not anymore dude we just saw it get carried away by a bird <laughs> that's that's sad for the snake. That's good for the owl. It wasn't an owl. It was a. It was like sort of a hawk. Or it was something. a hawk. Bird. Yeah. Anyways, if you've had if you've had an animal that you love carried away by a bird of prey, yeah, we want to text know. us nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. That's nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. Okay, uh, we've gotten some text. Um, someone just texted poopy duckling. That's a that's a that's a strange thing to text, but poopy duckling. Okay, I said it. That is proof that you can text anything, and I will read it. Yeah. Poopy duckling. I'll read it several times. Uh, okay. Whoa. Strawberry sent in uh, a long text here. Um, I'll read it. Strawberry. Good to hear from you. Um, okay. It's t- first. Uh, Strawberry says cult shows. I really wanted to recommend you find some time to watch the show. The Path on Hulu, it's really good, in my opinion. It has the actor Aaron Paul that played Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad. Uh, Yes, I remember him, the young white guy who teaches Walter how to cook meth. Uh, And Hugh Dancy, who played Will Graham on Hannibal. Uh, Okay. Um, I also recommend uh, Daughters of the Cult, on which I mentioned week before last where the leader ended up murdering people or or having people murdered it's super messed up but quite interesting is that a documentary um (coughs) um and then and then uh strawberry says i've been thinking about visiting slingshot lounge one of these days to say hi and stuff maybe to talk about what it was like being homeless ages 14 to 22 and traveling all over the u.s having a million hobbies and interests, including finding animal bones in the woods on purpose, and what it was like, uh, and what it was like the time I took meth and acid together in the U District in Seattle. Whoa, well, lots to unpack there, Strawberry. Um, great to hear from you. Uh, yes, we love talking about cult shows on this on this show. Um, and we we've been for weeks. We were talking about um, love has won the cult of Mother God. And so the path is a dramatic show, though. But is it about? It's about a cult. Um, that's interesting to me. It's funny because I just canceled my Hulu subscription, but um, maybe I'll I'll check it out. Um, I just wasn't really when watching are you that stop much. Stop just watching shows about cults and just get into a cult. I know. I might as well like just, just join see, a cult, see, and yeah, then I, I mean, wouldn't I wouldn't have to watch. 
Yeah, you I can lo- just be doing it. <laughs> um, Daughters of the Cult, I haven't heard about. I, I guess maybe you mentioned it before. Um, I'll look that up uh, on the break, and um, I'm interested, interested. And then, okay, as far as you coming in, yes, please, Strawberry. I would love to hear you talk about uh, being homeless and uh, and uh, and also uh, animal bones and also about taking meth and acid together. That sounds like quite an interesting experience. Um, and uh, if I'm if I remember correctly, you also have kind of an interesting love life. Uh, um, so uh, so yes, please do uh, share away. Oh, and sorry if you had texted earlier and I missed your text. Um, I don't know. The texts have been coming in kind of strange lately. So uh, keep your text coming. Like if you texted and I didn't read it, um, that uh, just send it again, okay? Uh, that I, I just, for some reason, I just saw that text, Strawberry, and it looks like you sent it a while ago. Um, okay. Hey, Nasty Nate here. That's the text. says, I'm playing piano with Lath and the Texas... Birds tomorrow at Star Theater. It's an X-ray event. Me and Lath are grabbing a drink now. Kisses. Hey, nasty Nate. I think I played. I played. Um, are you? Are you? Oh, you're in Lath and the Texas Birds because I played the Silver Triplets of the Rio Hondo, um, who are playing with uh, Lath and the Texas Birds at the Star Theater. So uh, that sounds really good, nasty Nate. Um. Maybe we'll play the uh, Texas Birds, too. Lath and the Texas Birds. And you're having a drink right now with Lath? Are you guys listening to the show? Um, Okay, the Poopy Duckling text says, My friend was on a run in Forest Park, and an owl attacked her bun. See? It happens. It happens. Owl attacks in Portland. Maybe it's not trees falling over anymore. Maybe it's these angry, angry owls. (laughs) Um and then Chiba Hut uh, sent an article saying Alaskan invents flashy coats to safeguard tiny, tiny dogs from predators. See, it's just I, this whole like idea of predators swooping down and and eating, pets. eating your pets. I mean, you know, it's, it's at least they're not like cannibalizing your arm or something. That be, <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be cannibalizing because they're an owl, is not a person. So an well, owl ate a person, it'd just be predating on. A human corpse. <laughs> I have a friend, corpse. my friend Carrie, he has a cat that he's very attached to. And this cat apparently got it. The way that he came to own it was that it got picked up by a bird. And then it's it like squirmed so much that the bird dropped it and it fell into a parking lot. And this guy picked it up and was like, he was, he was, I guess, itinerant and semi-homeless and so he brought it over to my friend Carrie, and he was like, I can't take care of this cat, but it just got dropped by a bird into a parking lot. Maybe I thought maybe you could. And so my friend Carrie nursed it back to health, and now the cat is doing fine. Although anytime there's a ceiling fan in a room, the cat gets really scared because it thinks that it's a bird. I um, thought you were going to say that the cat was screwed and your friend beat it to death with a shovel, so I'm glad that. <laughs> No. I'm glad what you said sounds nice. <laughs> That's a better story. Yeah. I just want to say I support your version, not the one I was thought you were going to. The version I thought you wanted to tell. <laughs> um, okay. Pizza Johnny sent a text said, I don't know if it works as a joke or not, but my grandfather would tell people that the reason that farts smell is for the benefit of the death. <laughs> 
That's pretty funny. Um, that works as a joke. Um, and then Pizza Johnny said, I didn't get nearly as much joy out of the Mormon Daughters cult documentary. Oh, what is the Mormon Daughter? Is that is that the one that was Strawberry was just talking about? Is that the the Daughters of the... Wow, I already lost Strawberry's text. It's so weird. Um, okay, uh... Oh, this is daughter, the Daughters of the Cult. Is that a Mormon thing? Um, Strawberry says, The path is about a guy who slowly realizes he is in a cult and his wife and kids is there. Wow, that sounds like a good subject. Uh, I messaged you last week before I realized it was a rerun. That's why I had so much to say. Oh, yeah. So, sorry if... Yeah, it was a rerun last week. So, if you texted in, um, maybe, a, you know... the. Uh, sorry, it was just a rerun. I didn't read. And it said, and then Strawberry says, please do not send dying pets text to the show. I swear I will cry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Strawberry. Uh, yeah, I mean, <coughs> life and death is part of, it's, the, it's a cycle of life. Everything's um, dying tonight. The trees, <laughs> the owls, yeah. the birds, the snakes. But I mean, every pet that dies, you know, saves an owl. Uh, no, it's. Uh, well, you know that <laughs> if your if your cat gets carried away by a bird of prey, then you, it's then it's feeding lots of young birds of prey. Is that it is g- sad? Is that, to think. G- is that good luck? <laughs> it's good luck. I mean, if is that it good happens. luck for you? Uh, is it like an omen? You know, it's like owls seem like they're wise. You know, it's like an omen. So it's uh-huh. like, I mean, well, better than like would that be better than like watching your cat? getting eaten by like a an, an alligator in florida i don't know it's a tough yeah one. i i in general i would hate to Sounds to terrible late hate to you know hate to see anybody's pet hurt like that okay i'm looking up um speaking of birds um i'm looking up uh lathe in the texas birds because um they're playing at the Star Theater. It's a whole different kind of birds down in Texas than we have here. Just an FYI. <laughs> Wait, send me. So I was. I I don't see them. Or maybe I misspelled it. I was. I was looking. I'm looking them up. Uh, Lath. Yeah, I spelled it correctly. Um, let me let me see if I can. I want to find a song by Lathan the Texas Birds that we can play. Lathan the Texas. Whoops. Mis- I, I keep misspelling Lath. Lathan the Texas Birds. There we go. Okay. Let's see if we can. Oh yeah, band, band camp. No, let's leave it. Well, let's see. I don't. There, there. You, the, there. Can you send me a link to Lathan the Texas Birds? Um, because I wanna, I wanna play some of their music, but I'm not, I'm not. I see a song called Texas Birds, but I'm not sure that's Lathan the Texas Birds. Oh wait, this might be it. Um, let's face it, your dog's life. <laughs> that was an ad. Uh, no, I don't think this is Lathan the Texas Birds. Okay. 
Well, we'll try we'll try some other time on that one. <laughs> um, Maybe we'll have to come in and play live. Yeah, you guys can come play live. Okay, someone sent a picture of their uh, said my cat. Helenica w- uh, would feed 50 owls. <laughs> She's huge and fat, and we love her. She is a giant cloud baby. She does look like a... Wow, that is a big cat. I mean, that is an argument for, for uh, keeping your pet overweight is that uh, it is less likely to get carried away by a giant bird. Yeah, but you could think an owl would look at that and say, that looks delicious, and that's the problem. It would just eat it on the ground. You wouldn't <laughs> be able to like fly away with it, but it didn't. Um, Tracy said, this is a video. It's a video from the karaoke. I can't tell what it is, though. Um, people rocking and rolling. Over <laughs> people there. rocking and rolling at the Lalo Tavern. Um, That's different than the obese cats. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. No, no, nothing. I don't mean that in a in a negative way. I mean, but I think she already the, that a giant cloud baby mentioned that they had a giant. <laughs> it's not maybe it's not obese. It's just big. It's a big. Yeah, I don't. Cat. I wouldn't say that cat's obese. I'd just say it's it just, w- well obese. Well just fed. sounded more. I don't know. It just sounded more comedic. <laughs> so that's why I said it. it wasn't really directed at that cat. Um, okay, uh, we have we have uh, w- we're going to take one more quick break and then um, we'll come back and finish up the show. Um, there is uh, uh, there's a band. Um, that is playing oh there's a talking heads cover band playing uh so i'm always any any chance i get to uh to play the talking heads i'll do that so uh there's a talking heads band playing i'll give you the information after i play this song uh they're playing in town this week i got a tape i want to play
back to sex drugs and basketball we're in the final minutes of our january 25th 2024 show that was the talking heads playing um because there is a talking head tribute band playing at the aladdin theater on saturday saturday night they're also they're playing with um the name of the band is ld ldw which must have some talking heads meaning that i don't know um uh but then they're also playing with a Depeche Mode tribute band called Hiding from Love. So you get two tribute bands for the price of one uh at the Aladdin Theater on Saturday night. Um but I'm sure they'll play Psycho Killer, um which is a fun song to see. Um and uh we've been having just a good old time talking about speaking of psycho killers, um birds of prey. Um, <coughs> Pizza Johnny said, we are pretty sleepy and I think we're going to bail. Tell Strawberry we said goodnight. Well, listen, Pizza Johnny's, you guys did a very good, admirable job of staying. You said you were going to bail a long time ago because you got up at 4 a.m. this morning and, uh, it's now it's 10.52, so you've really stuck it out. Thank you very much. Shout out to Pizza Johnny, Miss Pizza Shout Johnny. Shout out to the Pizza Appreciate Johnny staying up. This show and being there for the whole um, thing. Uh, Strawberry sent lots of pictures of her large, fluffy cat and said she's not overweight. She's quote hard to kidnap. <laughs> she is. She is a big cat. What did you call her? A cloud baby. She's white. Um, what do they say? Uh, she is huge and fat, and we love her. She is a giant cloud baby. Um, yeah, she is quite a, uh, quite a cute cat. Nice, nice face on there, on that cat. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it is, it, 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 we've been, we've been, has had sort of a strange tangent about, uh, animals getting, um, sw- <laughs> whisked away by birds of prey. Um, anyways, that has been our show tonight. Uh, I want to thank, um, Woodchip Dave for showing up. Uh, Thanks for having me. Um, and thank everyone for texting in, especially uh, the new texters. Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. Keep your texts coming. Um, we uh, 
We are on every 